0: This podcast contains strong language and adult themes.
1: Date Night China explores life and love for better relationships in China. Every week we hear from different guests and dive into dating, relationships, mental health and how both expats and Chinese people connect with each other here in China.
0: Join the Date Night community through our podcast and events in Beijing and Shanghai and catch up on all the latest stories on our official WeChat account.
1: Find our account on WeChat by searching Date Night China, no spaces, no capital letters. You can also join our WeChat group by adding Rachel, me, on WeChat. You can search Rachel Weiss 22, R-A-C-H-E-L-W-E-I-S-S 22.
0: And now for this week's episode...
1: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Date Night China. Today we have Raz Galore joining us, who is an Israeli expat and co-founder of the new media company Why China, which highlights expat life in China. You might have seen their short videos on Douyin and their street interviews on YouTube, Billy Billy. They're everywhere. They're all over the internet. You'll see them all over the place. Um, And it's all about where expats chat about Chinese culture and the latest trends they've experienced or witnessed in the country. In fact, Nathan and I have been in some other videos on the street.
0: We have, we have, you yeah. know, feel like a little street celebrity <laughs> when I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, so Raz is a key public figure in China's media world, but today we're going to hear more about a different side of him that you might not know about, his romantic life. Ooh. And joining Ooh. us today Ooh. is Raz and his fiancée Tal to discuss their relationship in China, how they balance their time and priorities, and their upcoming wedding.
1: So thank Ooh. you guys for joining us thank today. You. Welcome Raz and Tal. How are you feeling? Uh,
2: it's the first time I've ever done it, so stressed
3: a bit. <laughs> I'm super excited. Uh, I'm here with the love of my life on Date Night China with the people I always love bumping to in the streets. We created some really viral videos together, actually. You guys are loved by the audience that I <laughs> uh, have on my platform, so being Pe- on your people podcast... People have been
1: sending me screenshots. They're like, I saw you in this video, <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow. Uh, but that's the thing. So many people watch your channels. They know about oh, you. Like oh. People in the China sphere, like they, they have seen your videos or they've seen you on the streets in Nali Patio, in San Latoon. You're mm. grabbing people, flagging them down, getting people interviews.
0: running away from me sometimes. Oh, <laughs> <Well,
3: laughs> him again. <laughs> well, quite-
0: actually, actually, we've got a... There's a weird... Uh, well, not weird, but um, it, it's funny how small the China circle is. When I first started uh, working in China, one of the first things I did, I did a Facebook Live. And uh, it was at uh, the... Um, uh, the Peking University. Yes, and uh, and and Raz was a special guest, and, and I, I was uh, I was at my company then for about a week or so, and everybody was right. super excited that they got you to to do this live <laughs> to walk around, and because I've just started, they didn't give me any responsibility, so I just went along just to watch. <laughs> right, I, I, I think just, I remember that <laughs> we walked around
3: campus and we did this live.
0: Yeah. It was a yeah, was was, very nice day, you know what I mean? Because I, yeah. I got paid just to watch other people work. Walk
1: around, <laughs> look at things. Wow, that's, yeah.
0: Queen. that's
3: crazy. That's yeah, cool, and four cool, years sick. later,
0: you're on the podcast.
1: Wow. So
3: here you go. It's meant Destiny. to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, it's meant to be. Wow. Wow. That's, that's an exciting story. I didn't connect that we actually met then. Wow, that's true. Yeah. Serendipity. We, yeah, we make a lot of videos, uh, not much podcasts, um, because it's something that I'm so curious about. Uh, But we're more short videos, we do live streams, and we're posting it everywhere. And yeah, so it's, it's exciting. And also having Tal here, Tal is my fiance.
1: Yeah, so really you guys happy. recently got engaged, yes, which is so exciting. We and did. that's the thing, I think people a lot of the time know you and this, like your videos and your channels, but maybe don't know so much about your, your personal life and Tal and what your guys' relationship is like. So yeah. let's jump into that and hear first about yourselves, where you're from, how long you've been in China, and uh, just what you're doing here now. How about Tal? You start.
2: Um, yeah, so actually, we're both Israelis. I've been in China for over four years now. I started my journey in Wuhan. I did my BA there. And now I'm working for the Chamber of Commerce.
1: Yeah, very cool. <laughs> and you're doing events and media for the Chamber of Commerce, right?
2: Yes, events okay. and media.
1: Very exciting. And then Raz, I mean, we, we yeah. all know a little bit about you. Is there anything else we didn't get about your intro? No,
3: Tao takes care of the, the serious side of of the family. She's the smart... You know, she knows technology, she does the business side, hosts the events with all these investors and entrepreneurs, and I'm the guy in the street with a microphone begging for people to give me a minute <laughs> of their time. Uh, yeah, so this, it's me. There's not much uh, when, uh, time-wise. My story goes way back 14 years ago when I was uh, 13 years old. That's when my whole family moved to Hong Kong. Uh, then I completed my high school there in, a, in international school where I learned English. So originally I spoke Hebrew, then I learned English in Hong Kong, and then I studied and learned Chinese when I moved to Beijing. And I finished my undergrad in Peking University, studying international relations, when I started my uh, new media business, which is what I'm doing now, Why China? And until today, it's already been f- six years on that the has started, and I'm still running this business uh, again um, a decent amount of, uh, you know, followers and a great content, amount, like, and also
1: crazy amount, and yeah. also
3: got some uh, some good feedback from the the markets. Like got some investments. Like went through a really interesting expat entrepreneurship journey so far here in China. And I'm, and uh, but most importantly, I think I met Tal two years ago, and now we're engaged, and she's. Became and will be forever the center of my life now, so being with her on a podcast for me is like I'm also nervous a bit because we have our lives quite private we don't vlog our journey and we're not sh- saying too much because we each have our own lives but then we have so much to share privately as well so we'd like to use that podcast to maybe give some insights
0: yeah, yeah. it's it's a hard balance though, I think when you when you're so media focused right and you've got to um you've got to put yourself on show and you've got to be out there but the, you are entitled to an, a part of your life however much you choose to be private right
3: yeah i think because i am so called in china public figure um at least mentally that's what kind of this whole new media attention brought me to be having tile in my life gave me this space that i'm like i can just be myself private and have my home without feeling that pressure and stress that new media and social media can bring to somebody. To be somebody. switched on yeah, 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 I can yeah. just switch off. Yeah. And that gave me so much, so much that I just knew that she's the one. Uh, and uh, until today, she really gives me that peace that I need with all this attention and social media and pressure and the, the online virtual world that sometimes can be so fake and detached from mm. us. Um Yeah.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. And it's exciting. We're gonna hear more about that and how you kind of spend your personal time and balancing that like public figure versus your private time. Uh, but before that, let's back up. Before you met and before you were dating, can Uh-oh. you tell us? <laughs> can you tell us what were your dating experiences in China like before meeting
2: each other and dating each other? Should I start?
3: Yes, please.
2: Okay, so. It's shorter than Raz, for sure. <laughs> uh, no, woo! <no>. <laughs> but I started my journey back actually in Israel. Um, when I was in Israel, I went to an international school, and we had some Chinese people. And my first boyfriend was uh, in that high school. Was actually Chinese. Um, he wasn't part of the high school. He was actually <laughs> in the university. Oh, an older Chinese man. What? He's, he was a bit elder, but I, I, I was uh, in high school and he was in university and we did a lot of like programs together because we had a lot of Chinese in my high school. So I met him through one of the programs and then we start dating. Um, we dated for about seven months when I was in high school. And that, in, in high
0: school though, that's, high like, school that's, time. that's forever. That's, that's, like time. Yeah, that's nice. very
2: long. That's very, very long. And then-
3: tell do you want to tell them what happened in the end
2: yes it was a very (laughs) funny story i found out that i am his girlfriend in israel but he also has a girlfriend back in china (laughs) no no and the funny thing is so my school we uh, studied a lot in the library in the university and one of my best friends he came to study for the exams and then he's like oh i saw your boyfriend with another chinese girl holding hands, and I was, like, texting my boyfriend, like, hey, what's up? And he's like, my other girlfriend came for a visit. That's oh. how he told you? That's how he told me. Right? And that's how we broke up. Oh, we my lunch. Uh,
3: great. I'm, I'm happy you broke up that day. So, oh, wait, that's a cool idea. Can I meet her?
1: That's wild, though. That and, was very And were you interesting. heartbroken, or, or were you like, okay,
2: let's move on? I, like, I wasn't heartbroken because I knew he's not the one. You know, but he was handsome and I was in high school and I was like, oh, Chinese, my friend, (laughs) (laughs) you know,
3: (laughs) there are not many Chinese in Israel, by the way. Yes. I was
2: curious. Yeah. Do you have many Chinese? It's very rare. Like there's you, you won't walk in the street and see any Asian, not even like just Chinese, Mm. any Asian. So like my school is very unique. That's the only school in Israel that have Chinese people. Or Asians in general. So oh. it was very rare and I was very excited about it. And none of my friends ever spoke to any Asian or Chinese in their life. So when I was like coming back home to my friends, they're like, meet my wife! <laughs> <laughs> I was very excited.
1: <laughs> wow! So then what happened after that and when you finally moved to China?
2: I, well, I moved to China also because I was roommate with some Chinese girls and I loved them. So I decided to come here and um, then I went to university in Wuhan and I really liked it. And then I met this guy in my dorms, uh, He was, he's like Singaporean, Malaysian, Ooh. Chinese. Hmm. So he can speak Chinese and everything, but he was part of the international students. So uh, we got together. And we were dating for almost one year, yeah. Wow. One year. Wow, and is, was that a very different experience? It. I think both of the relationship were very different, and I never felt like I am exactly who I am because being Jewish is there's so much to it, especially as a woman, and in general, I come from a very orthodox family, so holidays. Everything is deeply uh, important to me, and not being able to share it with my other one is like it never felt like it's me until the end. Mm -mm. And I always knew that I cannot marry these people because Judaism is very important to me. And if I have kids or something, they will not be Jewish if the other partner is not Jewish. So I know it's very bad, but I always like it, always bothered me. And when I finally met Raz and we both have this deep connection to China, I was somehow very relieved, yeah.
0: Wow. Mm. Well, I don't think that's bad at all. I mean, like, you know, faith is such a big part of, you know, people's lives. And, um, you, know, we, 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 you know, I don't think we've explored it too much on the, on the podcast, right? Maybe in the articles on the, on the WeChat platform. Uh, but, yeah, no, I don't think that's, that sounds bad at all
1: yeah i think it's good that you kind of knew these are my values and this is so important to me i'm looking for somebody who can match that
2: together. yeah but sometimes people are like it, the love is all matters it does matters a lot but also family and building family and thinking 10 years ahead is very important
0: mm. yeah. yeah i mean actually i think you know it's the values you know for like relationships as you you know, you, you, you date different people, it's values are important because that is the key to longevity. You know, you can say you're right, you know, like, oh yeah, love is the key and love conquers all. But, you know, if you've not got fundamentals or, you know, you know, some couples will go years without talking about religion or schooling or the way that they want to, having raise children and you know and that's because you think oh love is so yeah, important. Totally but, but then when they get to those key issues, it's like, <sighs> oh I never realized that you thought that way. Oh shit. Yeah, what like most people and it's bury to yeah. like ooh
1: mm. you
3: know, it's deep in the relationship. Yeah, totally totally agree.
1: Yeah. Mm. So how about for you, Raz? do you have similar so experiences? with me
3: I um I have similar experiences with the fact that As somebody living abroad, I put so much of my time to understand other cultures, especially Chinese culture. Not only, actually. I I did learn English, and I learned about other cultures, specifically British or American, because of my friends, and I visited a lot. And I I put a lot of myself into other people's and their traditions and their ideas and their language. So when I was dating a few people (laughs) back in the days, which I'll mention some stories soon, um, it, there was a, a very difficult time where I put n- most of the time to understand them, but I could see zero feedback. They would not understand or remember our, my festivals, my traditions, language. And they, it became a gap in the long term. I, could, I remember with every person I dated where it just couldn't go on too far when when it became the, the faith or just coming to understand me. And I think Tao, I think, just clicked so well in this way, which faith really put a, a big part in it. With ma- There's many other factors, but I think that really made it so easy. We could understand each other, language, childhood, uh, internal jokes. Um, you know, families just really clicked as well. Mm-hmm. And things that for us, I think, were really important. Um, yeah. And, of course, I have some, some funny... Uh, dating experiences from the past. If you guys want me to share, I could share as well. Yeah.
1: Share them. Share yes. I mean
3: I, I am not necessarily a, a, an example of somebody who dated too many people to, for short term. Every relationship I had was at least half a year long, and I had li- around four uh, long ones. Um, average was a year. So I had somebody for two and a half years, mm. on and off, somebody for a year, for half a year. Uh, all I can say is that I, when I was young and I had my first kind of serious relationship, I wanted to be uh, kind of, I I, bl- I stopped the kind of first time, the first virginity, because because I thought, unless you're the one, I shouldn't do it with you. So, and she was a, a year older than me back in high school. And I just, we were just holding hands and kissing kind of a little bit. And I, I stopped because I thought she wasn't the one. And all my friends were like, what are you doing? Why are you not like? She's like, no, I, I want to wait for the one to like, you know, break my virginity. Long story short, I ended up losing my virginity in a high school, end of high school trip in Thailand in a one night stand.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so from one extreme to the other, that's wow. my first dating experience. <laughs> A nice girl that was super into me. She was like, I'm down for it. And I said, no. And I ended up like, you know, we broke up because she was she couldn't deal with my me being so childish about it. And then I ended up, you know, under social pressure, I call it. I blame my friends from high school for the social pressure. Like, Raz, you're such a pussy. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to show you. I can do it, man. <laughs> and it was a drunk night. Um, and I, no, it wasn't a ladyboy, all I can tell you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it was another. It was it was a girl that also finished high school. And we we everyone traveled to Hong Kong for a big kind of one week party thing. What we do in Koh Samoi, full moon party, Koh If you guys know about that. Oh I'm yeah, I went awesome. to,
0: uh, oh, I've been to oh, which
3: Koh P Island, Koh Phangan. Yeah, Koh I
0: think. Yeah, yeah it's Koh Yang, man. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, where yeah, things yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah talent.
3: Yeah. Um, and that story is embarrassing. I remember when it, we came in to do it after we're drunk. We both realized we don't have condoms. So I had to, like, leave the room naked and call my friend in, in the villa next door to find condoms for me, and he was shocked, and he ended up getting me condoms. And then halfway through, through the thing, we're both in all we we're doing, um, we had, like, my other drunk friend burst in oh. the room. Uh, God, yeah, that, that's my very <laughs>
0: early <Wow>. dating experiences. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I've heard God. worse. I've heard much worse. So no, that's <laughs> not bad. That's yeah, not bad. Yeah, at least you're yeah.
2: safety. Yes, you were thinking oh, yeah. about safety. About first. safety. That's yeah. really good. Because yeah. you were a drunk, you know.
3: Yeah. It was it was it was a total disaster. <laughs> and I think, but again, for me, it was like it changed my conception of dating. Then, then I was like, you know what? Ah, oh, just find one by one someone right for you. You don't have to hold in back your sexuality or or the concept of sex. You know what I mean?
0: Mm. Mm. So
3: and then later on, I dated some others, um, some really good relationships. It just it wasn't right. I think similar to Tal, we we had like a good connection early on. Um, that people, girls, one from Mexico, Japan, China, for example, these three, and they all have different types of personalities and culture. Uh, they were all great. But at the same time, it's you know it just it ended up being uh, not a good fit. Luckily, with all three of them, it was we happily, with nicely broke up without any drama. Mm. That's um, a nice thing
1: because that doesn't always yeah. happen.
3: Yeah, and I think yeah, and China really helped us find a common ground when we met, but it also became our point of of breaking up some had to go Did back. Did
1: you feel like a lot of them like China no. was just kind of a transient stopping or like a stopover while you were like I see more of a future here or was it something else?
3: Um, for the first one that I dated in Beijing, yes, it was for her just a half a year thing. So I felt tricked. I don't know if it happened to other people dating in China, but sometimes especially back before corona days, people really come came here For half a year, and great people, but you know you have this like so summer love. You like you feel it's all perfect. Then when you hit reality, like I can't stay. I got to go back, and then just things fall apart. And that really was what the kind of that was the theme of dating in China back in 2012 to 2016. Those four or five years when I was kind of in college, Mm. starting my way in Beijing, Um, 18 year old to 22. And later on, I got some more serious relationships, uh, which were in terms of like the people were more mature in China. They're like, I am here to stay.
0: Mm-mm.
3: And that's where uh, I met some classmates that stayed and then dated also a Chinese girl for a year. But we were mostly long distance because, yeah, we dated for three months and then she went to London.
1: Oh, wow. For yeah.
3: the rest of the nine months until we broke up. So that was also kind of that instability of place, of vision, of direction, uh, yeah.
2: and yeah, that is basically
3: um, it. Was my past experience. With you know, with all respect to Tal, it's okay me sharing all these. I'm good, she probably I'm knows good. all these stories.
2: <laughs> I know all.
3: One specific relationship of mine was very public. With my Chinese ex, yeah. a super public relationship. She was a vlogger in the world of fashion, makeup, and lifestyle, and she. Showed a lot of our lives on her channel. Uh, she was more oh, vlogging wow. our life as a relationship, and I was more doing my street interview stuff still. Yeah. And a lot of the audience kind of, I realized what it's like to have like an on a dating with a virtual audience to kind of follow you. Yeah. Everywhere and they kind of get disappointed when you break up as well. It was it was stressful actually. Yeah. And I told myself that I will never let anyone else experience that kind of stress of an audience on a relationship. Because I could see what kind of toll it gives on a relationship, and it wasn't great, I think, for both sides. So I also promised Tal that if we do do things publicly, it will be, you know, we will find Yeah, the, most people the right way. didn't
2: know I was existed until the proposal video came out So it was very funny, you know, mm-hmm. like no We're one like, knew. Whoa. Like Vaz has a girlfriend. Wait, Vaz is getting married. <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, I think that's a really great thing, though, and a great lesson you learned that you're like, I want to keep my private life more private because people do put lots of pressure on and you have all these eyes watching and commenting and saying things, whether positive or negative, and that's just a lot more than, you know, like you were mentioning earlier, having your private personal life for your own security and safety and away from everything.
3: I could even say something extreme that I quit social media. I don't use a lot social media, especially not... uh, even Billy, Billy, Weibo, I Doin, I don't go on these platforms. I maybe check them once in a while to mm. some trending stuff for the work. I don't use them and I don't look at comments. I don't look at this small talk because of what I've been through three years ago with this public relationship, what kind of psychological toll it brings to people. Social media could be just some of the, really bring the worst out of people. And um, you can have a thousand positive comments and one bad one, and you would just care about that one bad one.
0: Yeah.
3: So right, might as well just don't look at all.
0: Mm. And yeah.
3: I think that really helped me also with Talon. We these few years to just.
0: Um,
2: um, I'm pretty bad with social media.
0: Not at all. Oh, so so you're much made in heaven. But that's then. really
2: healthy. You know, like, that's okay. You're too I, modest. I, I'm, some... I'm like the only thing that I really check is like my Instagram. But even then, I don't care. Like I really don't. <laughs> care what you write what you don't write i don't care and i don't check it and like i'm not very good at like making video i'm very shy person so like Mm. i'm not super extrovert like ross so i don't go a lot on social media and i'm not good at being on it so this is we are very opposite in this way
1: it's kind of a perfect balance though, right? That, and especially to not care about social media, especially now in 2022 where it's everywhere, TikTok, Douyin. you have mm. all these things coming at you all the time and like this pressure to constantly be sharing about yourself publicly. But I think it's so good and very healthy to say, yeah, I don't really care. Like I'm going to live my life and enjoy it offline with my friends and people who
2: matter. Mm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of dating really shifted my understanding of that. I think it was a big factor.
2: Yeah. Raz was like complaining the first few months, like, not complaining, but he's like, you never take fi- uh, pictures, like, wh- what is going I always have to take pictures for you. We
3: went <laughs> for a full-on week in Qinghai, which is a beautiful province that has beautiful landscapes <laughs> and gorgeous people. And I think that Tal's phone has at least or maybe three photos. Of food, mainly <laughs> nothing else. So no the selfies.
0: Prioritize <laughs> the priorities. Right. Food, okay. No food me animals. and her. No selfies.
3: Okay. And she, I'm like, I always, and I, for me, it's like weird because I'm used to everyone around me, like all about recording and and every even like stories on Instagram or getting a bit of selfies and sending to, tells like nap. It's not really her thing. And I'm the one, I
2: feel like I'm the one who's pushing her to take <laughs> a photo. And then you open his phone and he's like, have like 150 pictures of me. Mm. <laughs> I don't even know.
0: <laughs> but you see, this is kind of similar to the, because like Rachel documents... Everything. Yeah, we're so like I don't, the
2: flip-reverse. <laughs> I'm always like,
1: hey, Nathan, pose, take a video. You know,
0: it's kind of weird. Sometimes we'll be out and people will recognize Rachel through her social medias. Oh. And then they'll say, oh, they know me as well. And I'm like, have we met? it was like, no, 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 we saw you on Rachel's Instagram <laughs> earlier. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, right. Hello. People like
1: to comment a lot, especially because Nathan's British and I'm American. They love to say, like, oh, what's he saying? And they love to, like, <laughs> ed- educate me about British things, but yeah. it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I do
3: follow Rachel's Instagram stories. It, it's it has, it's has great. It, it's a lot of information. You update it a lot. I try like to, that.
1: Try to do stuff, yeah.
0: yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nathan. It, but I kind of became, I used to be a bit more expressive, and the last two years, I just barely post myself. I, my Instagram, last post on Instagram was like, it's probably posted once a year maybe. I don't do stories much. Uh, Something kind of shut off in me for the, for for the better, for the better of me in this relationship and in, and psychologically, mentally, mental health, you know, I felt it really helped me with mental health. I think Uh, you don't
2: have the amount of time that you used to have. Because when you go back home, it's like, I get upset if you're too much on the phone. So you have to be with me and we have to have our time. And then when you're at work, you're at work. So you don't have that extra time.
3: I used to be on my phone at least two hours before sleeping every night. And now I just put it away every night or like pretty much. So... Yeah, that's interesting, just getting to this topic. Anything yeah, about is- I think Ooh. I want to
1: ask you guys a bit more about that in a second, uh, just about the time and balancing, because that's a lot on, you know, you want to make sure you have quality time for your relationship. Um, but first, how did you guys meet? We haven't heard this story yet.
3: That is Ooh. a wonderful story, and it's actually connected back to the videos we do.
2: Even <laughs> um, backwards, it, connect- yeah. it connects to my first year in college, right, when this- I had another boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh.
3: Oh wait, you were dating that guy when you were talking to me? First yeah. Time? Oh.
2: So what happened?
3: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs>
2: Ooh-hoo. Ooh-hoo. Do you want to tell the story? Or should I?
3: You can say the first time we met online. I think we oh, met online yeah. first, and then it's been a year and a half, and then we met on like yeah. offline. That's oh. the first time we met was through WeChat. A friend connected, us, you can tell. That's yeah.
2: I was actually I was looking for an internship. It was my first year, and I was like. Going around and looking for internship and then someone gave me RAS contact and he's like, you should reach out to him and have uh, something, you know, and I, and then I was like, an internship (laughs) (laughs) specifically, it's not like, hey, have something with him. An internship, but not with him, not with white china. I wanted to work with his dad because this is what I'm like studying, you know, economics. And I was like. Hi, uh, someone g- this person gave me a contact. Can I have an internship in your dad's place? Like, can you help me ask him? Blah, blah blah. And he's like, sure. And then I think a day later, I already found another internship in another company. And I'm so like, hi, so I'm Papa. sorry. Papa. I already exactly. got an internship. <laughs> Is
3: I'm about to move forward and help her get in contact and be like, yeah, I can set you up. The mo- I-, I see a message <laughs> next morning. Oh, sorry. I got another internship. I'll think about it next time. With you. No, I was like, I was maybe like,
2: next year. You know?
3: I'm like, oh God, she, she, you know, she, people want her. She's high demand. I missed out. You know, <laughs> missed out on that talent. And she has a very like business-like profile picture on WeChat that looks like she's like already in the business for like years. <laughs> but she's like only 20 years old back then. She looks like she's like this businesswoman who was like uh, takes over the world and like yo, and then. So I felt I was impressed. But at the same time, I knew. I was like, she, she's not in Beijing. She's in Wuhan. So I'm like, well, not what you can do. So we just didn't talk for the next year or so. And then we reconnected.
2: Yes, we reconnected. So how did that happen?
3: That story... Uh, want me to tell that one? Yeah. Okay, so we reconnected. Long story short, through a common friend of ours who was my film guy, he was my cameraman in Israel back in 2020 when COVID hit Mm -hmm. and I was stuck in Israel, couldn't come back to China and I was trying to figure out what to film in China, in Israel because I would still need to make videos for my audience from from Israel. And I had this, uh, it was actually a Chinese guy in Israel who was helping me make videos and he was, had an idea, he said, oh, I have a classmate that I know that would fit for your videos. And then he shows me a picture, and I'm like, oh, "That's, isn't that that girl from like that girl?" And I you know <laughs> that like said that she has other internships. And then he was like, "You know what? You guys, I think, should get to know each other." And I was like, "You know what? Sure." So he said, we, I asked her I was like, "Hey, I have a, we have a common friend. Would you want to be on my video?" That was my. My, like you That know, was your pitch. That was my pitch. I wasn't like, "How are you doing?" I was like, "By the way, I got a video idea. I want to be on my video. It's about like Israelis living in China, blah blah blah." Smooth. Smooth man. And then next thing she's like, "Sure, but I'm in Vietnam." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> she was stuck in Vietnam during COVID, couldn't come back to Israel, and I was like, "Ouch! You're in Vietnam. Fine, I'll wait for you." And then wow. we met. And then a month later, she did end up getting a flight back to Israel and we booked a time to meet for the video specifically only 11am we said in uh on a beach in israel i just
2: want to say it was summertime. time take a note it's 40 degrees outside
0: okay I, can, I see where this is going <laughs> 40 degrees outside and so, i'm like so you weren't yeah. wearing business attire no it was. was not
2: about the clothes you'll know in a moment <laughs>
3: So we book 11 and then when I'm on my way to meet her, I'm actually really just want to make a video. I didn't think anything else. I had no idea what it would be like to meet her. I just wanted to make a video and interview her about life in China. And then I, on the way, I realized I forgot the microphone. So I ended up being late for 40 something minutes
2: when she's waiting
3: under the burning sun for me and wow. getting sunburned.
2: My scalp was insanely red oh my god and my whole body it was like
3: (laughs) i met a a a tomato did you think (laughs) think about
2: leaving where you're kind of like oh my gosh 10 more minutes and i'm gone so like i'm like this person who's like always like at least 10 minutes early to everything and if i don't go out on time i get like stress about it you know Mm. so i have to live on time and i have to be there 10 minutes early so i was there 10 minutes early and i was sitting there for an hour and i was like Thinking, like, is this for real? <laughs> what <laughs> is happening? Guy, who do you think he is? But I'm very shy, so he came over and I was still smiling. You know, yeah. I'm still very happy. She this gave year.
3: me a smile, and I, I gotta say, it might sound cheesy, but it's something was just my heart was like beating so fast. And when I met her, I was like, oh my god, she's so damn beautiful and she's so like, modest, and she's so, like, so her smile was like, I'd never seen a smile like this. So, so my, my mind switched from I'm making an interview then I'm trying to get her. <laughs> I, so I knew that at that point, like, whatever I was gonna film, is not important. I'm just gonna try get to see her the next day and ask her out.
1: So in the interview, you're kind of like, okay. So tell me about China. But, but oh, by the way, are you single? So what's going on? <laughs>
3: Pretty much. I, I kind of questioned her like in the interview. I was like, oh, so let's do the interview. And we were like, so how long have you been in China? Well, do you have somebody in China? Are you? And then I kind of realized she's single. I'm not like, good. Great. Then I realized that she's gonna be in Israel for the next few months. I was like, okay, that's good. Then I realized she lives in a really cool central district in Israel, which is so close to where I am. So I was like. Like everything is checked and I was like, okay, and the next thing, I, you know, I asked her, so, what is your favorite food? Like after the interview and she was like, oh, I love sushi. I'm like, oh, great. I'll take you for sushi tomorrow. I'm not giving you any space for her to think about it. You remember that?
2: Yeah, I was so shocked. I thought it was a whole joke, you know, <laughs> and I was like coming back home and I was like, mom, I met this really weird guy.
0: <laughs> 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 she didn't have the like
3: E.J. and Jones scene. He wasn't love at first sight for her. <laughs> like,
2: this we, he's interesting, but at the same time he was flirty and a bit
3: Late. dummy
2: at the same time. <laughs> 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 the same time. What, what what I was what? Like Dummy? Know, like that's the first time I
3: hear that. Like a <laughs>
2: you were flirting, but you were not fully serious. So it was very confusing. Like oh. I thought you were gay and then you were like, Wait, hitting me with this flirt and then you were also acting very weird. Why did
3: you think I like men? Because you were
2: wearing insanely tight clothes <laughs> <laughs> and very short and like That's the vibe true. the vibe was not there and you were going in the street and th- the video was about a song and you were like
3: La, 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 la. <laughs> I was singing a song to people <laughs> in the streets.
2: I did not think that this guy is into me. Yeah, yeah like, like, I like, thought like, what's going on? He's he's flirting, but he's weird and he's screaming in the street. Like what? what and I he asked doing? her, what's
3: your favorite Chinese artist? And she said like Jackson Wang, like a Chinese guy. And I was like, wow, I like him too. <laughs> <laughs> I think she so kind cool. of
0: got off the wrong vibes. Um, <laughs> we need you to write like a like a flirting tactic because this is like. Like your own special style, you know, like, it, <laughs> like just throwing different vibes out, right. but like totally. you still, you still nailed but it. Doing all you the st- wrong things you shouldn't but you, do, but, but it, nailing it. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, there's a meme, isn't there? Like, you know, like getting to the equation, you know, like the, the maths is wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> but the answer, it still added up. But you, but you, you got yeah. the answer right. It
3: reminds <laughs> me of my high school exam. For some reason I couldn't show the process of the math question, but I got it right. Yeah. And okay. My teacher what was that? like, how'd you do
0: that? <laughs> I guessed it. I'm like, great. <laughs> yeah wow so that that lesson that you learned from the exam you, you took into life life is all about the
3: process is about you know getting things wrong and the prize is guessing it right
1: Yes. <laughs> so yeah why is why that's right. a good it's, lesson it's
3: It's funny how quick things turned yeah uh, it was how things so moved quick. since then like yes, the impression was weird and I think it was odd, but since that day, there is not one day. That we were in the same country, that we didn't see each other, and there was not one day since that we didn't sleep in the same place. It was wow. Only if I go on a business trip or we're in different countries for a while.
2: Yeah, we basically moved in it's a week later. We
3: moved together to the same wow, apartment. that
2: was really. Quite, uh, but so how did you change your mind, in, pal, so from that first day of like, what is this guy doing to oh wow, I like him. So, and uh, uh, let me say that. Um, the next day we went on the date and that date was actually very confusing as well he he sat with me, we talked for like 3 hours or something like that but then he kissed me and I was like, Wait, this what? is quick Wait, this is very quick and I came back home very confused like mom Am I being too easy? <laughs> <laughs> like, were you worried because you did kiss? Like, I oh, thought, what? like, something is off. Probably this guy is gonna, like, want something and then never talk to me. But then, yeah. like, we met every single day for a week. And at the end of this week, I met, like, a total different Raz, you know? And we somehow got this really deep, insane connection. So when we moved in, I already felt like I'm. To be honest, after that week, the moment we moved in, I already felt like we are married, even though we are mm. not engaged, we're not nothing. I already felt like this is like for life. It's cheesy, but it was like very comfortable, like you feel very comfortable with that person.
3: Mm. I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 at all, I didn't expect it in any of my dating expectation, no matter where you know, China, Israel, but it just sometimes when it clicks, it clicks and you let your feelings just push you to the most extreme forms of expression. And then also things like moving in together and then moving back to China together a few months later, mm-hmm. doing the quarantine and like suffering through some of that very difficult uncertainties, but doing it together and then later going back to Israel again and then going back to China again. We, we just, something just, uh, despite all the uncertainties, we just build like a block Like a stability block of our relationship, Um, yeah. It was. It's such an interesting story. I don't. I don't know how. Yeah. I can't even explain it how and why. It just. That's
1: really cool. I mean, how was it coming back to China then? And I guess you'd had Why China by then, and you'd been building this platform. And for you, was it different seeing kind of his side of that once you came back to China, or had you already kind of seen him in in media mode? You know, doing the video interviews and and such and like you know, I guess how was it for you being his partner and kind of seeing this this mode
2: of media business work.
0: Yeah, the media personality of, of Raz.
2: I mean, for that matter I did see him, but the whole like I was student back then, I didn't have a job yet. I was living with my mom, leaving off my mom, sorry mom. <laughs> and <laughs> I moved to China did the quarantine. and I moved in with Raz. We were three or four months into the relationship. I, f- for the first months, I felt a bit like, I'm not sure what's going on. There's a lot that I'm, like, trusting in Raz, you know, because, like, um, I'm a student. I don't have much, but I'm here for him in another city that I've never been in. And it was a lot of trust, and he was very busy. So I was a lot... Of- alone yeah. yeah
3: there was a lot of challenging times it was like, very I'm, challenging. I'm really like thankful for tal for you baby for kind of taking the turn and dealing with that that bullshit that's not just me it's like the whole situation was was crazy like just mo- moving think- into beijing and going through the quarantine and living in the new under corona life in china and then later you're being with not many friends here cuz there's not many people and me just being away And every time I come back, giving me that smile and hug and love that you would expect and and want from your partner without any questions. Um, I I think that she really, Tala is the real reason. I don't think people would accept this form of lifestyle so much and she really did.
2: There is a lot of lifestyle that I had to like, you know, because like in Israel, there's a lot of things that we don't do that Raz do here because of job. Like he needs to go out, he needs to be social, he needs to drink, he needs to Mm. come back late at night, yes, and Mm -hmm. it's like something that you don't have back home, so I was very, there was a a lot to adjust that I've never seen before, and there's a lot that I, you know, like, I was very shocked at first, which I think by first it was rough, but I think now it's, it got better from both sides,
3: yeah, I worked on it, right, yeah, he worked on it, more about my time management, my work-life balance, which was totally off. It was like 95% work and 5% life, mm. no joke. Then it was um, the drinking issue. Went drinking quite a lot with people to like, you know, to socialize. Because in here, I think in China, drinking is, is very common. It's great. But just like it's kind of became a default. Yeah,
0: that's true. It's a default
3: for anyone, that's anywhere. So and it's just a lot of beers, alcohol, and suddenly it goes quite late. Like, for me, I was embarrassed to like leave before 3 a.m. sometimes some 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 like hangouts mm. with foreigners or Chinese. Um, and I think after s- understanding Tao's perspective as, as a partner and a partner, I, I just started just having, you know, giving us a curfews and limits, and I got calculated what's the purpose every time going out or doing this, can I put, you know, some kind of limits or weekly basis or... And then slowly, I think I tried to, you know, come and change myself, and I hope that by this year, things have become a bit better, right?
1: Yeah. Did you find that people also like respected when you put kind of boundaries out? I guess that's the hard thing I felt. I think we've all felt that pressure with when you're going out with your bosses and people you're trying to like make deals with and you yeah, you, wanna,
0: those, you wanna, those Chinese You wanna um, hang uh, business with them. You wanna show them wild.
2: Yeah. I feel like even friends don't understand it and don't totally sometimes respect your mm. you know, mm. your boundaries, especially when it comes to drinking because they don't understand it.
0: That no, can we be were true. In, that we that we're in PH.
3: We we're in the club with a bunch of our friends. We wanted to leave early. How tough it was!
2: They
1: they'll guilt you. They're like, why you? Yeah. Why are you yeah. not, not Foreigners and
3: Chinese together. It wasn't only a Chinese. It yes. was a bunch yes. of expats Orish and Chinese together.
2: Yes, Foreigners can be just as bad. And yes, not worse. It's different
3: cultures. They were.
2: Ta, why are you don't you let him drink? Like it's just a bit. Ugh. Just and then let you him have feel drink? like the bad guy. Yeah, trying to put boundaries around it. Exactly, and I'm like, like for me, it's like. I come from very different lifestyle. I don't need alcohol to have fun all the time, and I'm like Raz knows that. But I'm aiming for like five kids. Woo hoo! <laughs> I mean, you say that, you say it. It's your choice, baby. Yeah.
3: I'm like, you know, I'm here to deliver. <laughs> you, you, if you want it, I'll be there. But like, you say it. I didn't tell you the number. <laughs> I mean, I gotta, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so in what other ways have you guys had to kind of also work on like? I mean, quality time, balancing that. I think we find that difficult as well. You know, we mm. do date night time together, but we have our own, we have jobs. And then you have a million other things that you have to do in between life. That Sometimes we get so busy as well where we're together, but we're not spending date night time, you know, and making yeah. quality time. Have you guys had to struggle um, with the balance of ha- making hard. date nights together or making sure you're spending yeah. that time out we've had, or in?
3: We've done a lot of things to work on it we've had some crazy challenges i didn't even mention that tal my little baby went to play a rugby match in wuhan last year and completely torn her acl
1: Rugby's intense oh acl
3: torn me that's like done crazy. couldn't walk for months and went through some <laughs> intense physiotherapy and doctors and that's all through when i was in the most intense busy months of traveling and and she got injured in Wuhan when I was in Beijing, so I wasn't even next to her. And I couldn't even take her to the hospital. And, you know, it's like there was like this challenge of, like, you're not there for me when I'm when I'm down. Um, and we had to kind of come through it. I'm I'm thinking until today, um, we're trying to figure it out. But we didn't figure out the way. My way to kind of show that I'm always there, even if I'm not there, is no matter where I am, every morning, I make sure she get her coffee in the morning.
0: <laughs> the, really? Her favorite Aww. coffee
3: I would... Get it from like the furthest away coffee shop that she loves. <laughs> that I have to chanson the coffee, call the chanson, which is like the delivery man, mm-hmm. to deliver from the coffee shop and then bring it to town. I have to give the codes both to the coffee shop and to town in the morning, every morning. E- you do
1: that every day. Every
3: single day, even if I'm away. Wow. And then every night, make sure she has her dinner, her fruits. Like even if she can do it herself, I wanna just be the one. Like, are you hungry? Are you okay? What do you need? I just deliver for her, I give her when she needs to buy something. I just want to be 24-7 her like assistant, just to make wow. sure she knows that I I know that I'm away, but like I'm always thinking about her. I'm trying to do this. Does it help? I hope it does, but it's still not the same as putting quality physical time together. But it's it's the only thing I can do when I'm just like on my filming and my like around going around China. Yeah. Uh, hey, I it's, think it's, like, it's not easy. You
2: know, yeah, like, it's not easy, but we do have this very... like. We became, in the last year, like kind of best friends that we don't necessarily always... It's good to go outside, but sometimes just like watching our TV show at night in bed with some snacks. Yep. It's like you couldn't yeah, we, ask better. We love you know? that too. Yeah.
1: And
0: yeah.
2: It's just like
1: quality time. One thing, thing that helped
3: us, I think, and helped me is that I started watching Israeli TV shows. Mm. Again after 10 years mm. like I know it sounds like, like okay that's that's normal for me for someone who's been away for 14 years from my home country I didn't go to the military in Israel which is like a must mm. but because I left early I wasn't recruited and I felt always like this outsider I felt I felt pushed away from my culture and my friends saw me as a kind of a weirdo still they do still think I'm the china guy and I kind of felt like by Going back with Tao to that place of our Hebrew shows, God, it it, end, it it brought so much happiness and calmness to my life with, and our lives together. And I think if we're just watching like Netflix all day or like some English show, you'll just feel like we're like an international couple. Mm-mm. But something about that cultural bond, language bond with this, like some old shows that we have watched again or some and new we can, ones like, coming up. And-, and we're watching reality <laughs> TV shows. We're like gossiping. At our, we have this like married at first sight israel version Ah, oh wow wild we're just like laughing at them and say oh look at them and like in in all the hebrew kind of style stuff we see other israeli couples i think it kind of made us like always expect to like bond over something we both so passionate about Mm. and uh yeah and like you know thursday they're gonna have the new episode you know and now we're watching Fauda, which is a great like uh show also an israeli show we every time we're like, when is it coming out again? Is it Monday? Is it Tuesday? Is it Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> These things kind of connect points again, like when you're yeah. you're detached people, on some other projects. People
2: think that like um, having that everyday life, like how how to say it when you're so used to something, like yeah. repeating it, mm-hmm. and this is not good because it's gonna become boring, and you have to like have this lifestyle you always go out and you have do new things but actually like I think I encourage to have this normal like normal like routine yeah. routine is good like yeah we should go outside sometimes and we do go for like a nice uh, dinner and like movies and like sometimes drinking a glass of wine with some you know like food it's nice but also routine is also nice you need to embrace routine because routine means you you came to this stage in relationship when you really understand each other and there's no more fights there's no more dramas no dramas is like calm life you know
3: remember the friday routine something that big change for my life that oh, yeah. helped help build confidence and trust in trusting me in china um you work no, Monday to Friday, and obviously more sometimes. Mm. And Fridays can be really busy. You finish at 7, 8 p.m. sometimes. Sometimes my company, we Fridays could be the busiest day because we ended up having these uh, weekly meetings until like late 8 p.m. In Israel, Friday is a holy day having mm. a dinner with family. We call it kiddush. People end up the day at 12, usually, or don't even work on Friday, and they prepare an- all day for that evening dinner. Mm. For Tao something very important was to make sure Friday I finish work early. And for me, it was very hard to communicate that with the team because they were like, what? That's <laughs> yeah, where that everyone is week. like reviewing the week and everyone is going to submit some like mm. reports. What, what? To get them to move it and make, make sure I can finish work and filming every Friday before five so we can prepare the evening, we can cook something or we can go somewhere for like the synagogue here in Beijing. Mm-hmm. When I when I made that sacrifice, which for, for actually like, it's a small sacrifice, but for me, for some reason, it was something. It was hard for me to
0: get. Well, it's it was a done. big mental shift. I mean, cause it, it it's, was. It's. Uh, and working within the Chinese
1: structure culture. and culture. Ah, yeah, it's, it's hard. Just,
3: it's the the is conflicted. Like, and for it was hard until today for my team to really understand it because you know there's so much urgent stuff going on. Putting your phone away and that Friday night, that holiness of Friday. Getting it back, all the way back in China. We're in China. We're not in Israel. Like in Israel, Friday is totally understood. Anyone knows Friday. Don't talk to me. Family time, dinner. It's like everyone's automatically in their schedule. Like they know Friday night is Friday night. Family getting together. It's fam- in China, it's not. And we made that happen. Still trying to make it happen, although because I'm away sometimes on Fridays. Uh, and that really, that that sacrifice, small sacrifices, um, I think keep us. Going strong forward.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, but but like every couple, I mean, like, I can speak from experience, you know, we get it right sometimes and we get it wrong sometimes, you know, and we focus on work too much on some weeks, some months. And we realize, like, wow, we're not really, we're we're together and we're doing the podcast. I mean, like, we're we're recording tonight. We recorded last night. Um, You know, we do a lot sometimes. And it can just get blurred that, like, you know, Mm. like our work lives and our personal lives and and yeah, it's a difficult thing to, to balance and you'll never ever get it 100% you and can always strive for that Yeah, right? and
1: we're both learning and growing and changing as well with yeah. ourselves like you know and you're going through different phases of life and then we're mm. learning about each other through these new phases of life and COVID like lots of shifting Ooh. around us so it gets difficult sometimes but I mm. think it's really special that you guys have had these like commonalities with your you know with your home and your heritage your values like we were talking about before but then also building in these daily routines because I think mm. for you know relationships both of those things are really important is to have yeah. those bigger values and then you know the routines we mm. love nights in when we just yeah. watch tv and you just get to relax together you know and it's not like pressures on and doing things mm.
0: yeah so um as we come to the end of the episode we've saved the i think maybe the i wouldn't say the most exciting but i'm excited to hear this story because i've actually not heard it i've heard a little bit of it but uh how did you propose and what is that story? Yeah, Ooh. well, a China-made
3: foreign expert couple, couple proposal, I call it. <laughs> I think we're one of these examples of uh, so far, you know, and I'm sure for the rest of our lives, we really because of also our China connection, came together and the proposal was very um, unique. I think proposing to somebody isn't in what we went through specifically, it wasn't so planned. We didn't like talk about it so much. And Tal is super young, I think like she, for her it wasn't like a rush thing. Mm. Also me, I wasn't being like, oh my God, I gotta get married before a certain age. I think we never put that bar into it. Mm-hmm. Our families weren't super like pushy, but I, I felt like it was the right timing. So I decided to surprise her. So the proposal was a total surprise and to totally trick Tal into doing something and then getting proposed. And the surprise had two layers. First, it was the actual proposal, and sec- second was getting the entire, both family side together and trick her into like, uh, like we're going to, after proposal, going to a restaurant and then they're gonna surprise again. So a double surprise proposal, I call wow. it.
2: Heart attack.
3: You're <laughs> <laughs> not built for that. Now- The actual proposal was basically uh, in the same place that I met her for the first time for an interview. Wow. And this. And and, and were you 40
0: minutes late?
2: sorry, sorry, an an hour. hour. (laughs) An hour, and I was fully burned.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get her, gotta get her red all over, and (laughs) then (laughs) we're ready, you know? Red lighting,
2: yeah. yeah. For the first first time, he was there before me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I was a few hours before. First time in my life that I was early. I had to make up for that first time. God. the trick was that I told her that there's a video I'm doing about fashion and I needed to interview different people with different fashion styles to show the different, like, you know, the Chinese fashion, Israeli, American, etc., British. And I told her, look, wear something you're really fashionable that you love and, you know, represent the Israeli fashion style. So mm. I, because she told me she wanted to wear and be beautiful in the proposal. She said that one of her dreams Um and then I was like, "Well, oh, that's
1: a big thing for girls." Though I've told Nathan, I was like, "Yeah, well, I, make I sure be, it's not like a surprise. Don't like do it on a
2: hike where egg. I'm looking awful <laughs> <Exactly>. and sweaty. <laughs> I know like, I, wait, you want to feel ready and and, and you want to have like this moment pictured for the rest of your life." <laughs> yes.
3: My my best friend just proposed um, on the top oh, of yeah, a mountain really in funny. Scotland, wow. and he he thought it's amazing. And then his girl was like, "Look." <laughs> It took us like four hours to climb the mountain. I was dying. And then he proposed. God damn it, man. And I, so I made. So she really came prepared. And I gave her a script. I gave her a questions. She thought she knew this was the thing. And the greatest thing about this is that uh, she thought... She, I went to interview people in the street two hours before. I was like, meet me at 3 p.m. Because I want to interview others first. So she thought I'm working, right? She thinks there's a camera guy. And she's interviewing. And she came in dressed
2: oh god i want to say i want to add to it he also made sure that my mom knows if my mom no one can fool me only my mom can like if it was only him i would somehow like find out but he made Mm. sure my mom knows and my mom is getting me ready mom's in on it my mom is the greatest in leading me to stuff without me knowing
3: (laughs) (laughs) so her mom made her like dress up beautiful and then she took her and said, oh, good luck on the video. And I'm there with my camera guy. And I'm dressed with my... Uh, you, you chose. He me. was
2: dressed up really pretty, yeah. Oh. And it's like it never happened in his videos before. You know?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a big contract with the first time we met when I was looked like... Uh, you know, she <laughs> said... I looked... Um,
2: I was even saying it, like, during the interview. You look so nice today.
3: <laughs> and then we went through an interview. Really, everything was normal. Like... Like, uh, what's your fashion style? What's your trends? How do you pick your outfits every day? A full on like five minute, like real serious question. Tao was answering very seriously. And then um, I was like, okay, last question. Uh, And it's the most important question I ever asked anyone in my life. She was like, what? (laughs) And then the moment I said that, (laughs) I went on one knee, took the ring from the back of my pocket and Tal was, like, completely shocked. And I said a few words in Hebrew. I I, I don't remember what I said. He was so, so nervous. And Tal just know. kept saying, what? Really? Are you serious? What? <laughs> are, are you really? sure? Are you sure? <laughs> like, she kept, like, saying, oh, all right. You like, stop interrupting. I'm trying to be romantic. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to make it romantic. Like, stop saying, like, really. Like, it's real. Like, she was losing it. Uh, and then... <laughs>
2: The funny I, thing is like when I finally said yes or mm. I said of course and then there was a lady behind us and she was like congrats <laughs> and I was like who are you? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was on, like on the beach and then so that proposal uh, came to be a big surprise for Tal. Tal said yes luckily because it was a big surprise and then I was so happy but then that was not the end. I told her, she oh, the first thing she asked me is like does my mom know? And I'm like. Oh, wait, I forgot to tell your mom. No. And she was like, What? Like, I gotta call her. I'm like, No, no, no you know what? Let's get to the restaurant that I arranged for us. And then we call her then. We're going into the hotel restaurant right next to the beach. It's like a hotel. It's like, actually, it's a Hilton hotel. Ooh. An ad for Hilton. <laughs> and then we go in. There we go. We get a new sponsor for
1: 29. Yeah, Hilton, Hilton hotels, Hilton. guys.
3: Place to propose. <laughs> expensive as fuck. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Sorry for that. It's really expensive.
3: <laughs> it is. In, in Israel, Hilton is like a yeah,
1: no, different like nice. level. It's very nice. It's nice. And then we go
3: to the restaurant, and suddenly music comes up, like our this, our favorite song. And the entire family of both sides just surprise us, and Tal gets a second shock. She's like, "I
2: was crying like no no one ever seen me crying that hard. I was crying so hard. Everything was and like her mom was there. Yeah,
3: yeah, and that that whole thing was uh, was a really beautiful thing. Like it was it was just a perfect day. It's just a perfect day. I can't explain it. Like couldn't get even. Yeah, be more everyone perfect.
2: everyone was there.
3: Um, yeah, so proposals are very romantic. It's so, it's just every the day just becomes bright, and all your worries you forget about it. You're just wow. your future is ahead. Love is at the peak of its peaks, and um, yeah, and that's how the day finished. We did film the process because it was obviously recorded for our fake video. The whole video was fake, obviously, mm. and we did end up posting it both on YouTube and in China. Um, and surprisingly I didn't expect it it just became really viral people really liked the video they were, they were like moved by how romantic it was and for the first time ever I felt people just generally gave like a congrats and you guys are super cute without trying to get into, into your personal lives mm-hmm. they are like that's mm-hmm. a, a cute beautiful love honest story of a couple that got proposed a girl got proposed to in a place she, uh, she met her guy for the first time Nothing to do with China, nothing to do with anything. We're just a couple talking about their own love without any other topic. And people just liked it. And I felt that was like the first time I was like, you know what? There is hope in this world. People can appreciate just pure emotions without feeling like, you know, and they need to get in under your skin. Yeah. And since then, yeah, it got popular, but it didn't mean that we're going to go wild in our you know, our couple <laughs> life right now. now, vloggers and now together. We're vloggers now. We're like putting our like face mask every day together <laughs> and we're going vlogging every city. Uh, it was nice to know it's just that's what it was. Uh, I think it's at least 15 million views. Wow, oh so wow. much wow. on the that's street. That, that was insane. So nice. It yeah, became quite insane. a bit. What a
1: sweet moment. You've actually got it captured though. Like that's the really special thing is you have that memory now of like that yeah, surprise, that pure emotion and just the special yeah. time. My make-
2: makeup smurge everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Me crying insanely. <laughs>
3: and then, yeah, that's, that's what was that's really nice, I think. But again, no matter how popular this specific video was, It wasn't that important. Even if one person viewed it, it was not really the factor. (coughs) What made us happy is, yeah, when you get to a point where you propose, it's like, this is it. And now we're going forward with our wedding on October 28th in Israel. Um, You guys are more than welcome to come
0: if you are. You're you're inviting inviting the Date Night China I'm inviting Date Night (laughs) China hosts. (laughs) Hello there. (laughs) <laughs>
3: Still an expensive wedding, actually <laughs> I'm a cheap mofo. No, it's not that at all. If you guys are in Israel, you know, you guys can enjoy a, a very unique wedding. Uh, but as, if you're not, we're planning to do something in China for our friends in China when we come back.
0: Amazing. Uh,
3: so that could be something even practical for our friends in China without getting all the flights back mm. and forth.
0: Yes. And that COVID could be. Yeah,
3: so we, we want to like, celebrate with our friends and our families, of course, and yeah, that is how our proposal story. Wow, wonderful!
1: Yeah.
0: Well, thank you ever so much for coming on. It's been a great episode. Thank you. Yeah. To say you that we, Rachel. you know, we've we've done the street interviews and we've known you for years, but to actually talk about this is a brand new side of you. You know, it is. And to meet Utah for the yes. first time, it's yeah. been yeah. She's, She's the, the highlight of this. For cover. coming on. I know we're so inviting.
1: excited. Thank you so much. Oh, is there anything you'd want to leave our Date Night China listeners with about love, dating, relationships, advice? When it listen is, to it your is.
3: heart <laughs> then there's a song no, um, I, I don't think I, I'm the one to give a dating advice just because I feel we just go through so many ups and downs in relationships and there is something greater than our common sense that can solve issues or conflicts uh, a greater power I think love is a greater power unexplainable in any form of word expression and when it's it it's it when you know it you know it
2: with life you know um
3: Mm -hmm. uh, so that's how we experienced it but now we're going into the you know married life which has more challenges Mm. more things that we have to come through more obstacles we don't want to be the ones that make the divorce rate (laughs) upwards you know we want to prove that there's a way to live together forever. Could we hear all this negativity. You know, people have been neg- negative about love and marriage recently. Yeah. Negative about yeah. the, the concept of like divorce and marriage. And they're like pessimistic. Mm. And they're giving me numbers from different countries and the divorce rate. And, like, and I'm like, you know what? That's the same thing as social media for me. Like, the noise can get people to make decisions not based on their intuition, but yeah. based on fears. And love should be uh, not based on some things you think could be but more on your gut feeling, and you know, as as a guy every that loves every
2: issue can be solved, you know. Yeah,
3: anything can be solved. Yeah. As long as you want it to be solved. Yeah. Uh, so I hope you guys find your loved one. I hope you tell the loved one that you already have that you love her or him every single day. Remind them, uh, because you know, it's nice to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> <Indeed>. <laughs> and it's nice to
0: hear. Indeed. Well, thank you ever so much for coming on.
1: Yeah, thank you both. Thank and you. thanks for listening to this week's episode of Date Night China.
0: Bye. Bye. 再见,朋友们.